I just like that we have listeners who care that we're late. That was a bad time to come in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of the Nintendo News Report for Friday, September 21st, 2018, the first day of fall. I'm your host, Donald Terriel. Um, Alex is currently said, he said something before the show about researching Toad. I have no idea what that means. So we'll just carry on. Uh, we do, we still have a three man crew this week. Uh, returning champion after a, a few weeks away for medical reasons and otherwise, uh, Mr. Zach Miller. Hello, good to be back. And and a regular man who has spent the last 10 minutes playing some Excite Bike, Justin Berube. Hey, everybody. And that's versus Excite Bike number one, not to be confused with the game that came afterwards versus Excite Bike. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to talk much about that today. I, I just I need to put some more time in before I really lay that down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, and obviously, if you looked at the episode title, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we will get to Telltale's situation in a moment because, frankly, that stuff is still breaking. Um, the uh, As far as what we've been playing recently, I put up a review last week of Valkyria Chronicles 4. Very fine game. Ni- nice bit of strategy. Um, holy crap, those missions are long. Uh-huh. I, tried, I tried to do a gameplay video that was like 45 minutes long. So, needless to say, we'll uh, we should we should we'll we'll bring that back more next week though. Once other people have had theoretically had a chance to play it, that and I'm kind of Zach. You've been away for a few weeks, and in the meantime, you had about three games that I was I'm kind of interested in hearing about. Why does Senran Kagura have a massage game? Um, God, I wish I knew. Uh. You know, very, very few games have made me grind my teeth uh, more than than Reflections, um, which is an excuse to shove something onto the Switch as quickly as possible using the assets from Peach Beach Splash. And, uh, man, it's... Uh, there's almost nothing there. It's... Um, you, you do... Like, Asuka will put her hands out to you like this, and you use the thumbsticks to pick a spot on her hand and you press on it and you can feel her heartbeat with the HD rumble. I mean, that's something. Uh, and depending on where you uh, put your thumbs on her hand, she'll get a different fantasy or dream. And, you know, off you go and say one of the fantasies is she's a ninja, which makes sense. One of the fantasies is she's <clears throat> a naughty teacher one of the fantasies is she's uh, she's in sports. She just did some sports. I don't know. But then, you know, my favorite, and by favorite, I mean least favorite ever, is when she's your little sister. Uh. You're her big brother. And she needs you to massage her. You play the most and, uncomfortable uh, games. That's about when I wanted to nuke the game from orbit. But so you massage by, so the game presents you with a full, a full body picture of Asuka, which you can rotate and move up and down. And if you've played Peach, Peach Beach or any of the Vita uh, games, you know how that is. It's it's basically dress up mode without dress up, and um, you use the sticks and the 
shoulder buttons and whatever else to smack a part of her body or rub a part of her body or poke a part of her body. And she has reactions. Uh, and then eventually you, you poke the right place enough and some color comes up and you get a massage prompt. And the massage is actually, I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. Given the HD rumble, it's <clears throat> you um, stroke her arm with a brush. You roll a wooden roller uh, up and down the back of her leg. You um, do some sort of knocking motion on her thigh. And then you um, apply a, I mean, it's a vibrator onto her sternum, which and... causes her boobs to jiggle a lot. Well, at least at least we know when YouTube doesn't monetize this video, we know why. <laughs> also, I should mention that um, I'm I'm just in my local eShop right now, and this game that is twelve ninety nine Canadian has sixty seven dollars worth of DLC already. Sixty seven. I thought only two came out. Who I is it? Uh, I know Yumi. Yumi. It's and... not a Fire Emblem game. And <laughs> Murasaki or whatever her name is. Yeah. And at least I'm gonna. I'll. I can hop over to the U.S. shop real quick and see how big of a scam this actually is. Oh, it's a scam. So the game is ten dollars on the U.S.C. shop, and each a new character is also ten dollars. Uh, but as as Seren has told me, the base game is so large because they have all the DLC in there. You just unlock it. Yeah, the um the equivalent to the to purchase I had attempted on the Canadian shop in the U S shop is $51 and 41 cents. So mm -hmm. at that point you are already over the cost of a brand new switch game or a set of NES joy cons or the, the new actual Senran game that's coming out in October or November, which it will be good. Um, so don't, don't get this. It's just so weird. Um, and I was going to say like, wait for, and I think I did say this in my review, <clears throat> wait for Peach Ball, Peach Beach Ball, which is a Senran Kagura pinball game that they're making. Um, how can you screw up pinball, right? Well, recently I saw some footage. They can screw up pinball. It's, have you seen this, Justin? No, I'm just thinking you're nodding, back to playing. You're nodding I'm a playing, lot, okay. No, yeah, you, back to you know, I played Mario 3D pinball or whatever. Oh, I mean, the pinball looks okay, but it's the things you're hitting with the balls that okay. drive me to drink. Um, so don't get reflections. It's just really weird. Read my review. I enjoyed writing the review more than playing the game. All right, but in terms of games that are actually worth playing here, uh, you all you also reviewed during during your uh, during your recent hospital stay, uh, SNK Heroines, and I'm actually kind of interested in seeing this, seeing if this is worth picking up here. <laughs> so it depends on whether you have local co-op friends to play with in person, because right now the online is a slideshow. It's just terrible. Um, the game itself is actually pretty good. It's a very simplified version of, it has smash controls and um, you have to knock the enemy down to a certain amount of health. And then you'd perform this 
very big special attack and and you have to do that to finish the match but it's very quick there's a lot of back and forth there's cool items like you can trigger a, a bomb to fall on somebody or a vial of poison or you can up your vitality or your health you always have two characters um and there's a ton of customization with uh, uh clothing options um you know there's the everyone has three costumes but then you can add bunny ears or you know cattails or you know angel wings the things you'd find in something like senran uh those do not transfer over to online play so you would only be able to see those when you're playing in single player or local uh co-op which you know that's kind of weird uh but the, the bad part is there's just not a lot of there's not a lot there uh, in the single player. It's it's a story mode that lasts seven fights and doesn't take long. And you don't you really don't earn enough zenny per fight to uh, unlock many things uh, in the accessory shop. So um, it's getting more characters. It's getting two DLC characters um, at least, and I I think they'll probably do more, but. Um, it really depends on what your multiplayer situation is. It's a fun game. It's cute. It's just very limited. All right. So moving on here, uh, Justin, you, I, I'm guessing the reason you've only played about 10 minutes of your versus excite bike one is because apparently you've spent quite a bit of time in the golden country <coughs> this week. Yes. And, uh, I think versus Excite Bike only came out today, and I work today, so I haven't had much time for that. But I have been playing, as you said, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, the Golden Country. Uh, for those who don't know, it's basically a completely new game in the Xenoblade universe. It's a prequel to Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, you can buy it as a standalone game, or if you got it, the DLC expansion for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you could play it through the... the that game like you select it from the title screen it's a lot of value uh, for that season pass yeah it was 30 dollars, i think and up until maybe like a month ago they kept adding quests and uh new blades and stuff like that to the main game so there was some cool stuff you got too uh but anyway xenoblade chronicles 2 torn of the golden country uh the way it plays is very similar to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but they redid the entire combat system. It's similar, but completely refreshed. It's a little bit uh, easier to grasp, I guess, from the get-go. And they don't hold as much back uh, as they did in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the base game. <coughs> I felt like you were unlocking combat things forever in that game. I think it was until Chapter 4 was when most of your arsenal was allowed, but in this game, it's almost everything right off the bat. Almost. I know okay. there's a few things I don't have yet. And somebody on Twitter said that you can actually rewatch the uh, the tutorials now. Yeah, I haven't even yes. looked at that. I think you could go back and maybe look at some information on that in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I really don't remember. It's mm. been so long since I've had to. But, uh, yeah, I think you can go back and do something with that now. But I haven't had to. I I understand what they're trying to show the first time around. I guess yeah. I played a lot of the f regular games, so I understand the terminology. But I can understand where that would be confusing if you hadn't. Uh, the map is a bit better. They've added uh, tombstones uh, on the map, so you can see what unique monsters you've killed just by scrolling over them, which is awesome. 
Okay, cool. and, uh, I was reading today in some developer interview, they redid uh, the rendering engine or something like that. So things are a bit better graphically. But uh, yeah, the story's fun. And then, of course, me playing Xenoblade, I get sucked into all the weird side stuff. And uh, just like <laughs> the last, the main game, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, there's so many weird distractions that you can get sucked into between the quests and uh, grinding a bit if you want to, which I would don't really have to do because if you do this other stuff, it helps, like uh, trying to fill out your uh, blade affinity chart. Those are kind of like mini quests on their own. When you do those, you keep getting more powerful, almost more so than leveling in some cases for those characters. But yeah, there's a lot. If you like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you got to play this. It is awesome. I, I think I have to play it because as Seren points out in the chat, the um, you can the ability to rewatch tutorials is going to actually make this game make sense to me now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm enjoying it. I'm about 16 hours in but I'm still only on the second town because I keep uh, grinding out those affinity charts. And then it's like, oh, guess what? And I have another tier you can unlock just because you've been playing so much and raising the trust levels. So I think I'm like in the second area and I'm like on low 30s level-wise. So yeah, I'm having fun with that. I just, uh, it's like I said, it's so easy to get distracted and just run off and do weird things. So if you like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you need to play Torna. Okay. Yeah, and you can actually get Torna standalone on the eShop as well. Although, if at that, if you do get that, you will also get the expansion pass, so at that point, you might as well just pick up the base game if you can find it used or cheap somewhere. Mm. Yeah, from what I've seen so far, I wouldn't just start with Torna. Uh, I would definitely play through Xenoblade Chronicles 2 first. And then do Torna just because I feel like even though you can play through Torna, there's going to be certain things that you don't understand and references. and It's kind of like uh, the Star Wars prequels in that sense. Oh, more, like more impactful if you've, if you've seen the pre the whatever. Yeah. The original movie. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Interesting. Because they designed it in that way, even though there are the tutorials and everything in case you need them. I but my need, question I need, is... I still need to beat Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Period. You do. I will do it someday. I really will. My question is, what happens if you don't... Say you buy the physical copy of Torna, keep the code, get rid of the physical copy of Torna, <laughs> and, you didn't, and you didn't buy the expansion pass. If you redeem the expansion pass with your physical copy of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Would Torna unlock in Xenoblade Chronicles 2? <laughs> what happens? Huh. I would I would think you would get the copy that way, but that seems like a pretty roundabout way to go for something that you've got the card for to begin with. Yeah, yeah but I'm I'm very confused if you can boot it both ways if you do that. Or if it's like if you buy it separately, you're obviously gonna have a separate icon on your switch to boot the game. But the way you boot it through the DLC expansion is to uh, go into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and then select Torna. So what happens? I haven't. I've asked around. I I don't think anybody's taken that plunge yet. All right. 
But I think the thing we've all been playing this week, um, the Nintendo Switch Online, it it's it's here. Uh, have yep. hopefully I think we're still. I think I, I know I'm still on the free trial. I'm holding off on buying it as long as possible because the because well I'm an antisocial person by default. And well, I haven't really. Um, the NES games I think are going to lose their appeal really quickly. Although I did finally get a chance to see what the big deal is with Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile. Dude is busted. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I uh, I actually didn't buy a subscription. Uh, a friend of the show Panderadox added me on his family account. <laughs> yeah, throw him five bucks at least for that. Oh, I will. And um, we were both concerned that the NES controllers were only good for per uh, account per, you know? Um, so like I couldn't get them cause he already uh, pre-ordered, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It, it appears that I can get some too. Yeah. I, I have not yet cause they're $60. Good Lord. Uh, but that was good to know. Virtually okay. none of these NES games are worth playing for more than 10 minutes. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I I haven't really gotten into Mario three, but um, that's one of the good ones. Yeah, I mean that, and I we're I think a couple of us here are going to end up playing a bunch of these NES games online anyway, for something that we'll probably have more on next week. Right. But um, yeah, like I I play like I mainly played this focused on like practicing the two player competitive stuff because I don't want to look like a complete idiot when that goes live. Right. So, like, I played a little bit of. Te- I did a. I did a match of tennis. I actually managed to win in straight sets. Nice. Did, did some ice hockey. Three fat guys and a, and a skinny guy still busted. And <laughs> NES baseball is virtually unplayable. Oh yeah. yeah. I've never played that. Um, my advice: don't. Okay. <laughs> my my one of my concerns with the uh, this whole surface right now is a few of these games that are part of. Uh, the app are uh, also available as arcade archives. Oh and yeah, the like Donkey Kong versions are better. And in fact, like today, versus Excitebike came out, which I don't know if it's better or not yet, but it's another version of Excitebike. I mean, it's not. It's still Excitebike. It's it is different, but still, I think that would really hurt. It is different, but really. <laughs> yeah, how many people are going to be willing to spend eight dollars on a different version of excite bike besides me right and <laughs> well based on based on the screenshots that i've seen here i mean they're both one player games but the arcade version of excite bike is going to by necessity look better and there's a little bit little bit of variety there so i don't know if it looks that much better from the few minutes i've played with it yeah Hmm. Yeah, I think the only because because yeah. it, it started out as an NES game and then they may put it on arcades it, the other games Went the went other the way other around. Way. Like Donkey Kong was an arcade game, then went to NES, and the same with Mario Brothers. Yeah. I think the I think the main advantage is that the the arcade archives version doesn't have the track editor, because obviously they wouldn't have had a way to save that stuff in what nineteen eighty six. Oh yeah. And with the suspend points on the the NES version, like on the Switch version, you can just you can actually save those courses in a fashion. That's true. And I almost forgot versus Super Mario Brothers is also another arcade archives game available right now. Yeah, but that's so. all and that's also different enough than the 
one that the the one I'm looking at now that it's probably worth it's probably worth picking up on its own anyway. Versus Super Mario Brothers is essentially lost levels, right? It's a it's a mix. There's a few worlds or levels I think that are lost levels, and then some of the levels are straight from Super Mario Brothers, but oh, okay. they uh, slightly remix certain things. I know, especially in the beginning, there's certain uh, elements they did to throw people who are very familiar with the game off. I so think the poison mushrooms, like the first thing you get. I don't think there's poison mushrooms in versus Super Mario Brothers, but uh, I know, like, right, you know, the warp zone and world uh, one, two, when you run mm-hmm. across the top. So, right in the beginning of that, so if you're just like speeding through, like, yeah, I got this, they removed like a block or two. So, if you don't jump, you're falling oh. in and like missing the warp. So, they've done sneaky things like that. It's like, oh, we know what you were going to try and do, but you screwed it up this time. Oh, I, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, so it it is worth checking out for that sort of stuff. But uh, I'm saying that in general, I don't think most people are going to see uh, these Arcade Archives versions and feel compelled to buy them if they've already paid for the online service. Because, like, well, I already have Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong, even though some of these versions are better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cherry Goblet saying, I'm surprised Punch-Out isn't on the Switch Online NES library. Well, I mean, it didn't come to Virtual Console originally for like a six months to a year from when it first came out. So that's, <laughs> I suppose they need to dangle something in the new year. I think just yeah. about every first party Nintendo game on NES will eventually make it to the surface. So just be patient. Including the Japanese only ones like uh, Murasami Mur- Castle or Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, Fire Emblem, maybe not here. Unless they really want to translate it and do something awesome, which would be cool. Since yeah. I guess they, did mention, they didn't do a new translation since they did a long time ago, but they did release uh, Earthbound Beginnings a few years ago on Wii U. Oh, yeah. So that'd yeah. be cool if they added that to the service. And uh, what else was I going to say? It would also be cool if that game was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some but- other stuff they do it yeah and then yeah. japan can get star tropics let's be nice yeah uh, it, it's just that we're because like i have the nes version and i was able to download go on the japanese eShop and download the famicom one and they've got the same library and we're getting twin b we're not getting i forget what they call that game when game when they localized it but yeah, because it seems like so at least so far we're getting the same library just wonder how long it's going to take for it to diverge Mm. probably once Tower Duraga comes out yeah it'll be interesting but uh, I like how it works I think it's pretty cool to have this uh, on the system where I can just play a bunch of NES games I think that really adds value to the whole Nintendo Entertainment System online stuff Mm -hmm. it's like the whole online service but uh, have you guys checked out the cloud saving at all I uploaded everything. Um, I had. I'm surprised I had to do it manually. I kind of figured they would do it yes. automatically, but oh, really? Yeah, I had, to ma- yes. I had to manually go in and select everything. But now, maybe if I left my switch on overnight or something, that would have wouldn't have been an issue. But well, I did leave my switch on overnight. Now every game said waiting to upload, but it never did. So I had to go in and cancel each one, and then hit upload, and then it, oh wow, and then it did it. So I had to spend maybe like ten minutes going through my list of game saves and just cancel start up start the backup and now everything seems to be working so if yeah. you did pay for this uh make sure you check that to make to be sure that your game saves are 
actually being saved on the cloud and not hung up like mine were. Yeah, and I learned I learned that my biggest save file is actually 112 megabytes. It's for Valkyria Chronicles 4, actually. Oh, of course. That makes sense. Yeah, Zelda was also surprisingly big. Xenoblade, not so much. Hmm. All right, so let's so let's move to the news here, and obviously the big developing story that's just, I'm still trying to sort out what's going on with it right now. Um, earlier today, it was announced Telltale put out a statement announcing that yes, they had laid off all but 25 employees of the company, and that means like 250 people minimum. I think they had I think because they, they laid off a quarter of their staff 12 to 18 months within the last 12 to 18 months. And at that time, they had 400 people. So wow. if you figure uh, it now, I don't know how much attrition they would have had since then. But even then, that's like said, 250, 300 people out of jobs in San Francisco, which is not a cheap place to live. No. And no severance. <clears throat> See that? That pisses me off. Like the only way I could see that is if the company is going to is if the company is going to basically declare bankruptcy the minute the they finish whatever requirements they have because the one thing that they're still going to be working on is a Netflix exclusive choose your adventure thing based on Minecraft story mode. Everything else oh. is dead. Wow, that's a weird thing to survive. I. I guess Nef like Netflix probably said, you, you know, they're flinging money around left, right, and center. So here, you're, we're going to pay you just enough to finish this off for us, and then we don't care. Mm. Because they said, like, one of the things that Telltale had gotten a license for was Stranger Things. Yeah. And, they had, and Netflix said in a statement today that they were working on, they were looking into new options for bringing Stranger Things into interactive media. Wow. But this this news came completely out of nowhere today. Like we got an e we got a press email on Monday saying that Telltale Walking Dead the final season the second episode is coming out next Tuesday, like the twenty fifth. Wow! And they had inked a PC publishing deal that they sent PR out about yesterday. Wow! That means so, that management or PR had no idea what. What's I, happening? I don't think anybody had any idea what was going on in that company. That's insane. Yeah, and I wonder what I'm, I wonder what caused it. I mean, I know they always have problems putting out episodes uh, in a good clip, but people seem to like their games. Yeah, but they didn't like. We don't know what this like. We have some idea of what they would usually sell like on PC for their games, mm -hmm. which would usually be about three hundred thousand, and probably. <coughs> Not not so much on consoles, but if you're trying to keep, like, they were running, they had, what, four or five series that had been announced or that they were working on. And remember, their stuff, not only is it usually 20 bucks a shot for the season or you pay five bucks an episode, but they would frequently put their stuff on sale, like, in That's the middle true. of the season. Yeah, I got so, a lot of, I got a lot of the games for very cheap. I think I, not counting the the copy of Tales from the Tales from the Borderlands, I don't think I have anymore because my PS Plus died. Rest in pieces. Oh. Um, I think 
like I think my room my my old roommate paid like six bucks for the Wolf Among Us on three sixty. Wow. Yeah. And their like their engine, like their engine itself was kind of a mess. Like the I had always heard that they were transitioning to Unity, which if you're gonna pick an engine that's a real mess to go from the Telltale engine, you might <laughs> go Unity. Huh. The, yeah. So, like, some, I, I think it was a combination of they were laying out too much money for property for licensing for properties than the, what the games would like the game sales would justify, right? And I, something had to be going on in the in the C suite. Like they were hi- like they were hiring last week. Wow. But yeah. It'll. I hope the story comes out because this is this is a very interesting thing. Totally, yeah. totally unexpected. Apparently, from everybody involved. Yeah, like the, like all the staff were like all the staff were saying that you know they had, that this was a complete shock for them. And yeah, I could see that, especially since if they like based on the game sales, which basically looks like a, you know, low 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 big spike for Walking Dead season one back down to regular telltale levels that's not enough to sustain a company of three four hundred people yeah no especially somebody not. working the books probably no yeah somebody oh, probably, could be i wonder if somebody was well i i don't want to accuse anybody of anything but i would really love to i i really look forward to when jason when somebody when several people put called into jason schreier about this let's put it that way yeah And no severance, my God. Yeah. And Travis in the chat saying if they were still hiring, they probably had a like a line of they had lines of credit or loans that got that they were expecting that got denied. Oh, that could be. Because if, if that's the case, then yeah, I could see it where doing normal business on a Thursday and then you're out the door Friday morning, something had to have happened for Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Well, if a deal fell through, that's one thing. But if like people at the top knew this was coming or just kept their mouths shut. That's a whole other story. Yeah. So I guess, I guess I have to give up my hope that they, that they ported strong bad's cool game for attractive people to the switch. Oh yeah. Cause that's still my favorite telltale game. I've always wanted to play that, um, Sam and Max game they made. They made a couple of them, I think. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and hopefully everybody, hopefully everybody at Telltale can who was let go from Telltale can get back on their feet and get back on it quickly. Because yeah. thankfully, you know, the the social media is out with the, the hashtag Telltale Jobs, letting them know that they're looking. So, hopefully everybody, every hopefully everybody who is negatively affected by this will be able to get back get back on their feet quickly and keep going. But yeah. The the other the big story of the week up until about mm, two o'clock this afternoon Eastern time, uh, Nintendo Online Service as mentioned finally launched. You can buy your controllers. Um, word of warning: those they charge up front for that. They don't wait until they actually ship them, and they're not shipping them until uh, December. Yep. So Merry Christmas, I guess. <laughs> uh, not really seeing any. Um... What the Famicom ones? 
Yeah. But you need, you'd have to get a Japanese account. Like you'd have to pay for it in yen. Oh, yeah, no. I know because I, I was listening to eight uh, four play on the way home to see if anything came out of TGS. Spoilers: nothing came out of TGS. Not even the Kingdom Hearts three delay. But um, they are. We might have something tomorrow with Phoenix, right? But the yeah, you have like they wanted one of the hosts wanted to get uh, the the NES controllers and the Famicom controllers, but they have Japanese accounts, so they're locked out of the NES ones. Oh wow. So that that's live. Cloud savings are live. Like we said, you have to go in and manually push everything up. And I I don't know if there's going to be some like if I'm going to have to re-upload. If say I don't get like I have the trial right now. There's a seven day free trial. I don't know if I'm going to have to wait until if I'm going to have to re-upload everything because I'm probably not getting this actual subscription until I get paid, which is next Friday. Oh, uh, so you think the, that your stuff might disappear. I mean, this is the same company that does Pokemon Bank, and I, I accidentally let my subscription on that go fallow for a month and a half earlier this year, and I still had everything. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll be there when it comes back. I don't know, but I suppose I'll find out this week, won't I? Yeah, that'll be interesting. At least you'll be the one figuring it all out. I'm just glad to have my stuff backed up because I was always afraid to uh, bring my Switch places because I thought to myself, hey, if this breaks, if I drop this, if someone steals it, all my saves are gone. And when I put the amount of time I've put into some of these games, that would be devastating. Yeah. I, I would hate to see your Xenoblade file go because yeah. like you dropped the Switch or something and they can't repair it. Oh, exactly. That's why like I wouldn't really bring it out to places. I bring it to other people's houses, but I wouldn't like go out and about with it. Yeah. And the other the other big feature that sort of came with the firmware update that included the Nintendo Switch online, um, we seem to have PlayStation style game sharing on the Switch now. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, you can get um, you can you can now sign in with your like I can take my Nintendo account put it on my roommate's switch and he could theoretically go in and download everything that I've bought on the, on the shop, which is a fair bit. So long as I'm not online. Wow. That's very unexpected. I mean, I, I, I can sort of see it. Cause I mean, that's why they have the cloud saves to begin with, but I would, but if he, like if he want, if I wanted to make that his switch, my primary, I would basically have to transfer my profile to a system. Oh yeah, but yeah, I can still. This is, uh, this is definitely good for families. It's it's great, great for families and websites. <laughs> oh hey, I got this. Hey, I got this code for Valkyria Chronicles Four. Hey, uh, John, can you do some video for me? Here's my password. <laughs> but can you uh, can you both be online at the same time and playing different games or? No, if the if the if my let's say I. I, let's say I gave my password to John for recording purposes. If I was to start playing like Mega Man on this on my Switch, it would kick him off. Gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was just the same game, like, or not. Because I I wasn't sure if like you were playing Mega Man and he wanted to play Mega Man, it wouldn't work. But if you wanted to play Mega Man and you wanted to play like Mario Kart, if that would work. Oh, 
yeah it it's based on the id so okay. like if if i if i was to now i wonder what would happen because i have more than one id on my switch if i was to say play that with my us profile and he was to play with my canadian oh. with my canadian one interesting I'm, I'm going to have to do some research on that. That's not as good for families as I thought, because I was thinking there could be, like, one parental account that, down, that downloads games, and then, like, your kids could play on any system, just not the same game at the same time. But, no, I guess not. Yeah, it's it's more the... Uh, it's Like I said, it's all, it's all account-based. So you yep. need to be careful on that. Uh, in... in Somewhat more positive news. Uh, the we finally got the MP the sales results for the U.S. for August from NPD um, Switch best selling hardware by units, nice. and um, despite only being on sale for five days, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate still managed to make the uh, combined top twenty, not even accounting for any eShop sales it had. Because wow! Nintendo, because Nintendo doesn't release those numbers. Oh, <clears throat> although. Although it's not, it wasn't the best-selling Monster Hunter title of the month because the PC release of World got Monster Hunter World all the way up to number two. Oh wow! Yeah, and hey, WarioWare Gold actually did pretty well too. It it didn't make make a top twenty, but it actually managed to beat a Pokemon game on 3DS. That's pretty good. I want that game very badly. Not Pokemon, the other one. WarioWare, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got the pretty good deal on um, on on that. I was I, I was able to find to get it in a fashion that I was able to pay like ten bucks out of pocket and get WarioWare Gold and a bunch of other stuff that I had had my eye on. Oh, there we go. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. Same here, actually. I just have too much stuff to play. Not there were time. there were twenty nine games on Switch this week alone. Oh my god. And of course I buy Excite Bike. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, and ne and next week's gonna be even more nuts because it's the last week of the quarter. So we are probably gonna have I think next week we're gonna see more than thirty games. I'm oh already, I'm, I'm dreading the downloads article already. It might be longer than my VC four review. <laughs> Just Nothing but titles. Yeah, nothing. Nothing but me being snarky about about a couple of games, and then uh, trying to get James to buy the Atelier trilogy in Japanese. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and just a massive list of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Atelier games are out in Japan now. I think it's equivalent of about. Four, I think they're on sale for launch for like forty five hundred yen each, or you get the whole set for about ten thousand yen. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, I guess fi final news story. Final news story today, um, unless we want to get into the Fortnite bundle. But Sega, what in what in Naga's name are you doing with the with your retro releases? So we we finally get the the Sega Ages, the first two games of that come out. We get Sonic One, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Lightning Force. <laughs> or Thunder Thunder Force Four in the rest of the world who actually knows what they're talking about, and those are from M2. They have new features; they're great. And then 
Sega goes and announces that they're porting over to Switch a collection of about 55 Genesis games later this winter with emulation that we'll say is not from M2. <laughs> and all I can think is <clears throat> why? Why indeed? It's uh, it's like they have two different teams and they had one hand wasn't talking to the other. <laughs> oh, so that so in other words, it's Sega since about 1991. Mm. Mhm. Well, don't, don't buy anything that's not done by M2 folks. Just don't do it. Kind of how I feel about the uh, arcade archive stuff because uh, I think it was a year ago Nintendo announced those, and I think Versus Ice Climber is still supposed to be one of those. And guess what? Uh, you, can play. <laughs> you can play Ice Climbers on the NES, but yeah, like but at least at least they're not charging. Like at least Nintendo's not charging fifty bucks for the for this collection that happens to include Ice Climbers. Mm-hmm. But but come to think of it, where is Balloon Fight or versus Balloon Fight versus Cuckoo Land versus Pinball? Yeah, all these things that are clearly coming to the NES service. I'm just, I'm just drawing a comparison here. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Okay. <laughs> How many versions of the same game do you need? I mean, for me, I want them all for the Nintendo stuff at least because I'm interested in the minute differences. But from a marketing standpoint, it just seems horrible. Breaking news story, kind of. There's already a downloadable fighter for. Um... SNK. Oh, who is it? It's Thief Arthur. No that, idea who that is. That sounds like something that's going to show up in that SNK 40th anniversary collection in a month and a half. I can see that. She's yeah. uh, she's like a young girl. That's all I got. From Million Arthur Arcana Blood. That's a Square Enix game. Is it? Yeah. That's bizarre. Thief Arthur from Million Arthur. Well, look at that. She's certainly dressed for the part. I don't know whether to buy her or not. I like the game a lot, but I, I mean, the the online is just trash. Maybe they fixed it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and yeah, it's a I Million Arthur is a Japanese media franchise created by Square Enix, consisting primarily of a series of video games. The first release was an online free-to-play card battle game, which was released for iOS and Android in 2012. So saith saith Wikipedia, so it must be true. Wow, so she is a very new character. Yeah, that's why why, even though she's with Square Enix, you've probably never heard of her before now. Wow, okay. Interesting. Well, learn something new every day. Yeah, so that so that with that little bit of late breaking news, I think I think that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, because really, we just have too many bloody games to play. Hey Amen. Yeah. I, I w- want to give that a uh, Dark Souls thing a try. I need to hundred percent, hundred and twelve percent Hollow Knight, which is so good. Yeah, although I, I should also mention that there is a Nicholas sale on on the eShop oh, now yeah. until October, until the first of October. Um. I might snap and buy a Karuga. Do it. Fine. Ten bucks. It's fun. I might do it's it like... too. <clears throat> and with your when your flip grip comes, you'll be able to play it in tape mode with the Joy-Cons. Yeah. And um, you love the end is nigh. I think it was six bucks. I think it was five. Yeah. Oh, I'm, it's I've... so good. I'm it's looking... so hard, but it's so good. 
it's so pure. I really like VVV VVV on 3DS, and I saw oh, that was also excellent. Yeah, five bucks. <clears throat> there's some pretty, there's some pretty stinking deals on there. Even Isaac is somewhat affordable now. Twenty, I know, twenty bucks. Yep. <laughs> All right. You get so, twenty bucks of content. Believe me, I put yeah. hundreds of hours into Isaac. I I don't know, man. That I, I tried. I have tried that game, and it just. I have enough trouble with roguelikes and the su- between that and the subject matter. I just, I, not for me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely not for any everyone. But it's the only roguelike that I have ever clicked with. I didn't click with Rogue Legacy. Remember, everybody and their dog loved Rogue Legacy, but I played it for a few hours and was like, this is kind of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. All right. So a few. So uh, let's let's get in our plugs here and get out of here. So Zach is on Twitter at zmiller1902. Mm-hmm. And any anything uh, anything you got up in the pipeline, Zach, or anything? Uh, I don't have to? any. I don't have any reviews lately. But I did get this in the mail the other day. It's a, a juvenile Nile crocodile skull, and uh, so I really like it. I've been spending a lot of time with it, measuring it and photographing it. Yeah, and uh, Justin is on uh, Twitter at King Nintendo Fan on Instagram at King Nintendo Fanboy, and one of these days we're bringing a camera crew to your house. Justin, be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, um, if you guys want to come and check out the collection, love to show it off. And uh, and my plug in lieu this week uh, would be to at the Famicast, former NWR site staffers who are all live in Japan. And are at TGS, the poor souls. Oh. Yeah. It's a public day today. Have fun. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think the, I believe the lines for, uh, for Sekiro have already closed. So, so it's like E3 now. Yeah, basically. This is their E3 day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Although really oh. E3 is more like TGS now with the public being in there. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, but don't they have uh, press days only? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if the, if the guys were able to get in or not. For yeah, I wish E3 would take that approach and be like, "Hey, here's like a day or two of press." Yeah, but I guess that's a conversation for her a couple months from now. Yeah, when they somehow make it worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm expecting Nintendo to show more than one game publicly this year, so th- this is really not helping my confidence for me actually going to E3. <laughs> They'll close yeah, one of the really, halls. They'll, they'll cram everybody into the one hall. Because you're really going to get a great Animal Crossing experience at E3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm mainly going so I can give the, one of the guys at the NCSoft booth a high five. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to go back to E3, but... Not not like this. Going. Yeah. <laughs> not like this. I'm going to stick with Paxis. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please check us out on iTunes. Uh, we'll make sure we have the feed updated because I believe next episode would be the 100th of Nintendo News Report as an audio show. Wow. So, nice. So look, look forward to that next week. But until then, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Cheap. Later. <laughs> <laughs>